0: Offer valid on select AK systems, through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Hey guys, this week on the group chat, we are recapping the last four days, not only for the Carolina Panthers, but for Charlotte, starting with that bold claim I made about that game against the Seahawks that turned out to not be that crazy.
2: Caroline, and correct me if I'm wrong, said that this was a game that the Panthers had really no business Being competitive in, and yet you felt they were going to uh, make it, make a game of it, right? Is that accurate? And you were right.
1: I may have hinted even toward the fact that this is one that they had no business winning or being in, and they gave themselves a chance in the fourth quarter. We then get into the big news about football, not football, but football.
0: I don't understand European soccer. I didn't understand this idea that you're in this league and then you stop playing. For your team to go play in a different league and then come back and play your league four days later, and then some of your players have to leave to go play for a different team and then they're back. And and I just felt stupid.
1: We have that and so much more on this week's The Group Chat.
0: You've been added to the group chat with your friends, Caroline Kan, Max Henson, and Will Bryan.
1: It's been a busy few weeks for the virtual group chat that we are in right now, but also for our real group chat that we have that sometimes we put producer Matt in and sometimes we don't. So he has no idea what we're going to talk about because this one we kept Matt out. I'm just kidding. I'm done picking on producer Matt. That's my New Year's resolution.
0: So you still have a couple more weeks. I still to have keep a couple of more on. weeks,
1: but I think like all good habits and habits they take time to actually become a thing. So just know that for the next few weeks, I'm going to start setting the habit of not picking on producer Matt.
2: Matt was in the group chat. He just lost his phone, so we didn't know uh, messages <laughs> that had come
1: through. I, I almost so. believed you for a second. <laughs> I was like, "You, uh, why have I not heard this story?" <laughs> No, no that, was,
2: that was me. I fun. met his
1: lovely fiancé, and that just made him right with me. So I was like, she's fantastic. I can't make fun of you anymore.
0: Well, you met her at Target for five seconds. I'm glad you were able to determine well, she's fantastic. She
1: made a heck of an impression. Well, she she's might be great. the
0: worst. <laughs>
1: yeah. no, Matt, you, you can't no say That's that. That's all I'm saying. Well, this it's, is on the she, internet, Matt. She keeps you straight. She organizes your place. Apparently, she helps you find things that you lose. Which God bless yeah, her.
2: That's a prerequisite. Unless, for this job. unless I can get Harold to do it first, and then and,
1: yeah, unless Harold can go <laughs> pack everything. I'm trying to be nice, Matt, and you're really not helping. So, over these next few weeks, that's going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm sure we will do a podcast of full New Year's resolution. So, hang tight. But there's a little preview of what mine is. But for our group chat this week, we're just going to recap what happened in our actual group chat because there were a lot of things that happened over the last four days. We can go four days for just Charlotte in general. That is really interesting and exciting and um, not exciting. Myth the football side of things although <laughs> although the, should... football, yeah. the football it's exciting the football we're still we're're we're, we're getting there am I gonna say it or are you guys gonna say it about the football
0: I think Max should say it
2: well are we gonna like give you credit is that what you're saying yes okay that's where she wants us to go with
0: that. oh, oh yeah. wait the football or the football, football. Oh, oh football the football I'm talking football, football. Yeah, yeah I'll give her credit Because I I was the one that was giving one that,
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it was your face that was kind of saying something very different than what Caroline was saying on last week's episode. Caroline, and correct me if I'm wrong, said that this was a game that the Panthers had really no business being competitive in, and yet you felt they were going to uh, make make a game of it, right? Is that accurate? And you were right.
1: I may have hinted even toward the fact that this is one that they had no business winning or being in And they gave themselves a chance in the fourth quarter.
2: And I got to say, early on, I thought you were going to be very (laughs) wrong. Um, Yeah, me too. Seattle came out and scored three touchdowns on three possessions, and it was like, oh, boy. It looked
1: really easy. Yeah, Yeah. Seattle made it look
2: very easy. But to Perry Fuel and that Panthers team's credit, they stuck with it in a situation where you could easily have seen them kind of just sort of packing it in. But, yeah, I mean, it was a six-point game. Late, with a chance to get a stop on 3rd and 11, you get the ball back with a chance to win. Unfortunately, they couldn't get that stop. Seattle salted it away. But, yeah, I, I, look, I, I said this to somebody earlier. If the Panthers were a 9-win team and they lost by 6 to a 10-win Seattle team, you would say, yeah, I mean, this is, it's a really good Seahawks team. You lose one yeah. possession game to them, yeah. So, with with this Panthers team and where they're at right now to play that way against Seattle, I thought it was one of the better games collectively that the Panthers have played in a while.
0: And they, they stuck to the run. When they were down 13 and then down uh, 20 to seven, and I thought that that showed a commitment to we know what we're good at, mm-hmm. and the defense y'all are going to have to get a couple stops mm-hmm. because we're not going to go and just go throw the ball every we they're not going to be successful doing that. They knew that, and like the bread and butter of this team is to be able to establish the run and then throw off of the run, and they did that for the most part and were able to control the ball a little bit in the second half, score in the second half. The bread and butter of this team is Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Right. So, right. like, yeah. Run the, the, the or throw he, him the ball. Yeah,
2: <laughs> any way possible, even if he has to throw the ball. It was 0 yeah. for 1, but still. Um, and yeah, I mean, he goes over 2,000 scrimmage yards and has another 175 yards from scrimmage. And, and it, that's just like a normal Sunday for him now. Right. But you're right. I mean, just allowing him to be a big part of the game. And then on defense, if they're not getting stops, you're, you're like, you're crossing your fingers. A takeaway? How nice would a takeaway be? <laughs> They finally got one, and had two others that looked to be takeaways until they weren't. And those scenes like huge plays in the game to me. Um, Joe McCoy being offsides, takeaway, strip sack. Yeah, I mean that's the that's it right there. And and then and and then the
0: the runner being down on the five being touchdown. I still don't know. No one knows. It was
1: Bruce Irvin. Did you see see him? Touch him? It touched the bottom of the cleat. Oh my Mm. gosh!
0: Another
2: one of those. It it was.
1: It was. It was heartbreaking because of those moments, but I thought Trey Boston put it best after the game. He's not surprised. And that's a little bit how it felt on the sidelines. When things would happen, frustrating absolutely. I thought Gerald McCoy very much put his emotion on his sleeve and was trying to be an emotional – outward leader I think he's always been a leader for that defense but this was one of the games where he was not shy about walking around really frustrated getting the guys together yelling and and allowing guys to yell back at him I thought he kept the energy for the defense where it needed to be him and Luke were very much you know frantic almost walking around on the sidelines trying to keep guys engaged but it wasn't surprising when things happened
2: yeah, this kind of that's the kind of stuff that happens to a team that's lost six games in a row.
1: Well, and that's it's just what, like
2: though that's just what keeps happening. Yeah,
1: Perry you know? Fuel said before the game, all, all all week leading up to the game, it was about confidence, and he was very candid about this. Seahawks team is very confident. We're just not a very confident football team right here at the Panthers. So I asked him going into the tunnel, heading they had just finished warmups, and I said, "Coach, last minute thoughts? What's the you talked about confidence? How do you feel your team is right now?" He said, I "Feel like they're confident in what we're trying to do." But it's about that keeping the constant, that sustained confidence is what he said is right. the big deal. Because you mentioned it's it's a you know, a, a call here, an offsides here, a pick here, all of these things that are self-inflicting wounds. It seems that this team continues to fall into. But can you sustain that confidence where in the fourth quarter you're giving yourself a shot? I thought they did that. I thought that was nice to see. It still hurts and there's no moral victory. So we can, you know, hoorah about. Good job. You made it a game in the fourth, but that's embarrassing that that's what you know we can hoorah around. I think the team, obviously, they said that after the game. Yeah, you don't count moral victories, um, but they kept fighting in it. And if you're going to look for the silver lining, which we love, that's the silver lining yeah. that we're looking
2: for. I think there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, um, especially, again, against a team that is really good in Seattle, the number one team in the NFC, I think people wanted to see this Panthers team be competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, people didn't necessarily expect to win, but like show show me something. And I think that's what this team did. And for a segment of the fan base that wants the best draft pick possible, then there was kind of a like best case scenario for you in that you saw a Panthers team fight to the bitter end against a good Seahawks team and they didn't come out on the winning end, which again, to each their own from a fan perspective. So you have that too. And the Falcons, if you're really keeping stock of the draft situation, they got a big win in San Francisco. So now they've Which is just jumped. Wild. I know, right? The Panthers have jumped ahead of Atlanta now in the draft order. So, that's unfortunately, that's the reality of where this season is. You're looking at the draft order at this point. You, you wouldn't want to be in this situation. You'd want to be looking at playoff scenarios, but that's where this team is.
1: If I worked for the Falcons, I would have said the same thing going into that game. A game they have no business winning. And they end up beating them. It's been, that's... Un- unbelievable i didn't believe the score when i saw it did you guys go back and have to look at the score again
2: well so right as i was leaving the press box the game was like ending so it was on the tv and there was like a bunch like some seattle media guys <laughs> were there watching every, and of course it's big yeah. game for them too with the, the division clenched. um so everyone was just kind of tuned in and and so we were watching those <laughs> final few moments the uh the catch that wasn't by hooper was ridiculous it was like I don't know if you guys saw, but this was it. before the Julio catch. He made this incredible like juggling catch and the ball was like balancing on his foot between that and the ground and they went to review it and that gets they ultimately reviewed and said it was an incomplete pass. But it kind of looked at first glance like he kept it on his like shoelace. Hmm. And then you had the Julio play where, you know, right, you know, inches gets crushed and is able to get across. So I mean, I, I felt that that Falcons team was way more talented than their record indicates for a while, and now they're beating some teams. And obviously, the Saints—they gave trouble in, in both meetings and got one on them. So, yeah. I mean, football—not entirely, <laughs> not entirely shots. I mean, I don't know, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones—I give those guys a chance. And San Francisco—they they felt the full force of it in that one.
1: It is crazy football. Well, let's now talk about football. Different kind of sport here. <laughs> Football. Because this, I don't care if you're a soccer fan or not. You've heard about this just because you're a Panther fan. Because the same man that owns the Carolina Panthers is bringing a new sport to Charlotte. And I'm excited about it. Although I don't think anyone is more excited at this table than Max. To be honest.
2: I am. I mean... I yeah, I am a soccer or football Food fan. fan. Like I'm curious to see what you guys think about all this because yeah, like I European soccer has kind of become like a big I become a bit of a I don't know, super fan. Here's how I describe it. You know how like there's the fan base in China for the NBA and they like love watching like LeBron mm-hmm. and you know, Russell Westbrook and S- Steph Curry, like that's me. As an American watching European soccer, okay, like so I love watching like the big clubs, the big players, um, and yeah, MLS is sort of you know kind of taking on this upward trajectory where it's got a lot of growth and it's really looking to push and become like a real big contender among like American pro sports. So yes, I'm interested. I'm very curious to see what kind of talent they'll bring in. I'm curious for people like you, and this is really who they want to market to. is like, How can we get people who maybe aren't the biggest soccer fans, who maybe don't care about the World Cup that much or follow the Champions League or have really any interest in the game, how can we get them to the stadium and have them care about this new team that's come to town?
0: So what do you guys think about I, I, I think part of it will be, uh, it, uh, I'll, I'll admit this, I think growing up I, I watched college soccer for my friends at college. I watch the World Cup for the US because that's what you do. But I don't I didn't under, I don't understand European soccer. I didn't understand this idea that you're in this league and then you stop playing for your team to go play in a different league and then come back and play your league four days later and then some of your players have to leave to go play for a different team and then they're back and, and I just felt stupid because I'm like, no, the, the Panthers play the Falcons. We're not going to go off and play Europe you know on tuesday right or we're not going to get a two week break during our bye to like go play the Rhine fire of the european it, it just it felt <laughs> weird so i didn't so i felt stupid so i mm-hmm. think there's a matter of like okay let's let's try to understand what this is and what we're pulling for and where these players are coming from and who they are and you know what happens for two weeks in april or or june and and then establish this kind of i mean the nfl let's be real there's a culture, there's a fan culture that's a little bit stagnant, or maybe that's not the right word. It, it just, it's a little bit, you can't stand up because people will yell at you. You know, you're not going to do cheers the entire game. You're not going to yeah. have huge flags in the stands. It's a completely different culture in in soccer. I think that's exciting to see, hey, come in and build this yourselves. I think that's what's cool. Well, I'm interested
1: yeah. in the, the atmosphere and the experience of game day because of what I've seen from afar in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool, even when we were there playing the Falcons, to walk around that stadium and see just how built out and impressive and amazing their locker room was, and and where they walked out, and it made me kind of perk up and be like, yeah. oh, well, this. I mean, this really is as equally, you know, cool. As the NFL, maybe, if that yeah. if that's even the word, yeah. I, I'm interested what to I, see.
2: What I would say, like, so so I love, as I just explained, I love watching the best players play, but I think the other great thing about soccer is the pageantry of the game itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to know who's playing to get caught up in that. Like, if you watch big soccer matches with big-time atmospheres, the, the, the singing in the crowd, the banners, there's just a certain energy to it. And that something that carries on throughout the course of the game, you know, like there's no stoppages in play. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of this constant kind of buzz. And Atlanta, as you said, has really captured that. Um, and if you just see any images or video from their like big games, it's you're like blown away by it. You it really it are. looks different than anything that you really ever see in American sports. And so that's why it, I don't necessarily want to say they're imitating what you see in Europe, but they kind of are. I think that's what MLS is trying to do is everyone looks at what you see in England and Italy and Spain. And it's like, how can we kind of do our own twist on that here? And I think that's what's really exciting is the the opportunity to have that here in Charlotte is something like that kind of atmosphere where you just kind of look around or and, and in an awe of kind of their, your surroundings. And I think that's what makes soccer the quote unquote beautiful game in addition to what you see on the field, is also the way that the fans really kind of interact with the game from start to finish.
1: Well, I got into minor league hockey a couple of <laughs> nice. years ago. Thank you. I cannot tell you a single player that played on the team. They were a farm team of the Blackhawks, but I didn't really care about that either.
2: What What's the name of the team?
1: Indy Fuel. It was what I was in Fuel. Indianapolis. Like yeah. They were the Indy Fuel. I went to a game, Just they, they did some promotion yeah. working with the Colts, and so we ended up getting tickets. And so a girlfriend and I went, we had a blast. Yeah, I ended up buying, you could buy season tickets for $15. <laughs> <Yep>. So <laughs> I did. And then, you know, you can go and, and just, it, it, what you're saying of the buzz and the, the no stoppage in the game, and there's music playing, and they're doing a promotion in this section. There was so much to take in, and it it did feel like an NBA game. I feel like when you go to an NBA game, unless you're very invested in what is happening on the the court, you don't really have to pay attention to the court because of all the other things that are going on. I'm not sure if that's exactly how soccer is, but I think the way that soccer is growing, the World Cup, the women's national team, all of this buzz just around the sport makes it super exciting for Charlotte. And David Tepper made a, a great point. There's no summer sport here mm-hmm. in town. There is the baseball team, and that's every other night it seems. There's something there. But as far as a a major league pro sport, there's there's not one. Yeah. Here you have the NBA, you have you know football, and now let's add a pro soccer team. I think that's really exciting because it is it's hard to to get super invested in the baseball games because those guys turn over so much. Yeah. So you can build some fandom around the player. Around the team that they're going to be here for a long time because a lot of those affiliates too for minor league baseball they will change affiliates every now and then their farm team you know all of a sudden they'll become the Braves or you know whatever you want it to be so I'm excited I think it's it's going to be really cool for Charlotte to see how it can grow the city and and grow the fandom and the fact that the soccer games that have already been played here at Bank of America Stadium have been really impressive
2: yeah I I think I think it's very well positioned to just immediately have a team come in there and start playing games. I think this is an area, and, well, maybe you can speak to this more than I can, of the country that produces really good soccer talent, mm-hmm. the, the, the college programs in this area. Um, I, I think there's a general interest in the game. Some people will say soccer is boring. I hear that a lot. You know, not enough goals scored. But it's a simple game. You know, it's not like it's very complicated. Right. Everybody right. can go to the game and understand, you know, maybe there's only gonna be a couple goals scored, but it's the build up to those goals that makes the ultimate celebration of them awesome, I think. Uh, and look, everybody loves a winner. Yep. So if the team wins, I think then you've got really something potentially special. And I think that's what Atlanta did, was it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, yeah. here's this cool new thing you can come check out. It was like, here's this cool new thing you can check out, and oh, by the way, we're gonna win a bunch of games. And that's, I think, what kind of got the snowball really rolling for them. And so while everyone is, and particularly the three of us, are going to be waiting to see who the Panthers are going to hire as their head coach, who is the MLS team Mm -hmm. going to hire as their head coach? And that's like the first real big shoe to drop to figure out, okay, are they going to get somebody who can bring in top talent? Are they going to be able to attract players who want to come play here? And then can they do what Atlanta did, which is not just have a great kind of promotional product, but also on the field? Be really competitive because Atlanta won the whole thing in a snap of a finger it's seen and surely Dave Tepper with how much he likes to win 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 would like to do the same
0: yeah I, I mean it, exactly I mean if anyone knows anything about the the makeup of David Tepper is that he's he's in this to win this and I, I and I, I like what you said about kind of this area of the country because in Major League Soccer you know there there's there's kind of you know you have your club teams you have your teams that are that are feeding and this is a place where you know right up the road you know, in the triangle, I mean, how many college cups have been hosted? Yeah. One by all these schools around here. Clint Dempsey, you know, great American uh, soccer player, went to Furman, which is right down the road near where Panthers have training camp. Yeah, it, there, There's a lot of enthusiasm around here. I mean, and for us, this is literally, you know, we're doing this Tuesday. I mean, how many texts have you guys? I'm getting texts from everybody they are excited about what's, what's we're coming. We're not as popular as you, but I imagine you're getting a lot of Well,
1: I will <laughs> say some people, because it's tied in, very closely with the Panthers. I mean, yeah. We're talking about this on a Panthers podcast and there's a lot of question of what is that going to look like? You're both at Bank-, Bank of America Stadium and then, you know, there's this move to Rock Hill for the Panthers. What happens? That's a lot that I'm getting right now is Sure. what does this mean? Yeah. It's you know, is is well then all of a sudden this What's about this new stadium that we've heard? And I think there's a lot of buzz around the Carolina Panthers right now in general because of David Tepper. And this is just another piece of that. And people are super interested in what's happening. And that's why we were you know, blowing up about it too. But I think it is is—it's exciting. This is going to be really cool just to see how it plays out. It's going to change Charlotte. It's an, it's an exciting time for the city of Charlotte. So keep growing. It seems like they're throwing up apartment complexes every other day. Why not add another pro team how to the mix? It, yeah. Why the, the, not? This
0: whole this whole part of town, 10, 15, 20, I mean, there was nothing here. And it's incredible how David Tepper has come in and even put his foot on the gas pedal even more. It, it's going to be really really cool to watch how uptown and the 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 way Charlotte uh, continues to grow and I hope that this team is a is also, you know, not to get too political, but like can help really a lot of different communities. Yeah. You know, that it's not just about kind of maybe, you know, the demographic of of young white with with money to spend, but that there's a lot of communities in Charlotte that can really get in and engage with this and hopefully, you know, have have their lives bettered by it.
1: Well, it was great even in the ticketing office here at the Panthers when they were selling the tickets for the games that have already happened, they needed someone that spoke Spanish to mm-hmm. be there. That's what you want. You want to see this diversity in the fan, you want more people coming. So, I think it's a great thing. We want to hear what you guys think too, so let us know. Uh, You can do it over Twitter. You can do it in the reviews. But only if you leave a five-star will (laughs) we even read it. But we're interested. It's, it's, It's happening, ready or not. So we would love to hear what you have to say about it. But another topic that came up, now back to football. It's a special week here for the group chat. Really for one member. But you guys can come. Actually, Will, you can't come. But Max, you can come. It's my homecoming. That's right. My revenge game. I'm just kidding. Will you can come if you want.
0: I can come if I want. I don't you know. Can if I w- you can come. You can actually take my
1: know. place on the. You can take my place on the team plane because I'm going early. Oh, that's true. You can take that. <laughs> and you can come back with him because I'm going to stay a little bit too.
2: <laughs> so it's my revenge game, what's y'all. The, what's the like emotional calibration right now? Yeah. Are you like? Is this hard for you? So tension starting to build. Going to be back in the building where you had so many good memories.
1: So our our favorite groupie, Mayor of Flavortown tweeted tweeted me this on monday <laughs> at in caroline can returning to lucas oil with a 6 and 7 team and a rumored starting rookie quarterback and it's a wwe star standing in the middle saying boomy now right in the middle <laughs> walking around i thought that was so funny because when i got this job and i saw that you know, the Colts and the Panthers were playing, I did wonder what would that game look like? Because at the beginning of the year, everyone, let's just paint the picture of what I was thinking this game could potentially have on the line. The quarterbacks of the respective teams are Cam Newton and Andrew Luck. You have really good defenses that are rumored to, you know, the the big question here was safeties, but the defensive line was really bulking up and everything was looking good there. The defense for the Colts had been building up. I was thinking... Oh boy, that could be a heck of a game. We could be playing for playoff potential. It could be flexed to prime time. Well, no, that's not it. But I'm still super invested in it. I think it's going to be really, really fun to just go back. I mean, think about when you go to your college for homecoming. That's what Indianapolis seems to me. I'm not from Indianapolis, so it's this is not me going to see all my family and all that. My family's here. But it is a bit of a homecoming to see all I people. Should,
2: I should do a cool-down interview with you coming off the yeah. practice field, and we should get kind of your thoughts on preparing to face a former team. It's a revenge game. Of, have you talked to anybody with the Colts? The t- like radio silence?
1: You know, I've got some friends on the team, but... Have I you had this circled on your account? Really all,
2: like, what, what, all the cliches
0: we can think of Caroline, for like are like you, a revenge are game. are you able to walk and talk
1: while <laughs> I, you're being interviewed? I <laughs> can walk and talk. Yeah? Yeah, unlike Luke <laughs> keekley I can actually walk and Talk. Yep. Crazy. That's good. But it is gonna be fun. You guys, well, will come. I keep saying you guys <laughs> like you're coming. And Will's not coming. But so Max is the normal foodie of our group. Have you yeah, scoped I'm out where to go? you? I'm no, leaning on you. You haven't scoped anything out.
0: Well, Max, you've been to. I've indie, been right? to Indy
2: a bunch. Obviously, everybody goes for the combine. But that's so that doesn't um,
1: that doesn't count for the real Indy.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm leaning on you. You have the the real knowledge beyond just everybody goes to India and everybody you know goes to get a steak. Mm-hmm. You go the to, steak is the. But it's like, yeah, I would love to learn about like some hidden gems.
1: Well, I can tell you about those things. I don't know what kind of food you want. <laughs> I will say this about Indianapolis: India is a huge conference city. Mm-hmm. So, hundreds of thousands of people they will host a week, but it is a in and out. So. You have your P.F. Changs, and you even have a Margaritaville. You you yeah. have your very almost tourist-like places in a yeah. random downtown a in the Midwest. Yeah. I think because, I ate at the Margaritaville. Yeah, you probably Yeah, not. sorry. Yeah, so you have those because of the conferences. They run through so quick. Right. But there are some hidden gems. Like, is
2: Indianapolis... Does it have any sort of food specialty? Like you know how certain cities yeah. have like a thing. Does Indianapolis have a thing?
1: I will say I think steak is the yeah, thing I just because of be. St. Elmo's. Right. And so everyone says that, but it's actually the shrimp cocktail sauce that's right, the thing. Right. That will clear say, your People say people say that a like a, a tenderloin sandwich is Indiana's thing. Okay. I never had one, so okay. so I, I wasn't hmm. dying to try one either. But apparently that's the thing. Um, but I would not, I don't have any recommendations for you on a tinderloin sandwich, but there is a good strip called Mass Ave. If anyone out there is listening and you're going, take notes. There's Mass Ave. It's very similar feel as like the South end in Charlotte. Now, Charlotte, when I got the job in Indianapolis, that was now four years ago. They said that Indianapolis was like Charlotte five to seven years ago. So you were earlier talking about the growth and how crazy it's changed. They say that Indianapolis is similar to that. Um I can see it, but I don't think Indy will ever grow to the size and, and as rapid pace as Charlotte has.
2: Okay.
1: Because of the weather and I think too the people love to just like be from Indianapolis and just Yeah, this is Indy. This this yeah. is it. <laughs> we hibernate in the winter. We come out during the months where there's no snow on the ground and we love it but I don't think there's this huge push to oh we need to make this a you know a destination for right. people to come to us. They have all the pro sports though. They have they have basketball, they have a minor league baseball team, they have the football team and then IndyCar. So those are the those are the big ones. I don't think they're getting a soccer team but they might, who knows? I'm not there anymore. Yeah, but well, IndyCar, <laughs> Car is the summer sport there. Right. Mm, okay. So that's they they have did those. You, did you did you go why. to an
0: Indy 500?
1: I never went to an Indy 500. I know. Hmm. But I did I did go out to the track for um they have like practice days leading up to it. It really is fascinating to see how fast those guys go yeah. in the car. And girls. But it's amazing. Did you ever how
0: get fast. to drive one?
1: I didn't. I I knew some of the drivers. But I never, I never pulled that card. I never was like, "Hey, so can we go take a spin?" <laughs> I,
0: I think we should do a group chat at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah, and all I, of us get it out on the cars. track. Okay. Yeah,
1: I would love to. I mean, I honestly would be scared to get an Indy car, though. I think I could do a NASCAR, like a, a normal, sure sized car. The yeah. Indy cars are just, yeah. Uh, those are tiny. Those, those
2: videos. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you see one. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I could do that, but. I am excited to go back. My parents are going to go. Um,
2: oh my God. So emo- it's gonna be so emotional. Parents just, in the stands. There's a, so lot. The gonna, a lot. The crowd getting on you. Yeah.
1: It is gonna be. Fun. Are I've people a gonna lot heckle you? I don't think so. I did. I have been back to a game okay. since I left our bye week here. I went back, and the Colts were playing the Texans. So I have been back, but I had a hat on. I was very we're we're gonna, on the field, they, like, I was on the field very briefly. They're gonna like
2: instinctively walk to the wrong sideline. So, yeah. I
1: have thought about this. I have no idea how to get around the visitor's side of yep. Lucas Oil Stadium, mm-hmm. but I know all about you know where we would go in as the home team, but I have nothing, so I am laughing. I will be able to get you to the press box though, Max. Oh, I we'll got you <laughs> handled. i not
2: guarantee anything
0: just yet. Uh, I'm pretty Although sure. I things. don't know
1: if I might take us up the wrong elevator. Yeah, I don't know if I know the visiting. Oh, I do. I, You're I already you. downing yourself. Yeah, sorry. The,
0: the the can cam will will prove.
1: The can cam the, is the coming. footage.
0: The footage will prove.
1: The the can cam is coming back. It's been on a bit of a hiatus. And if it, it was
2: ever time to bring out Good a sideline steak in Indianapolis, I yes. think it's time. Honestly, the city of steak. Grab I yourself. I forgot about bring this. Bring yourself a sideline steak. That was a great story.
1: I totally forgot about that. Like how I brought
2: that thing full that circle. That was full great. Full great work. Right, Max. well,
1: we're done. Thanks for listening. <laughs>